Hello, everybody, and welcome to Mom of the Hard Kid. Today, we're going to be talking about failure, and in as such, we're going to be talking about trees and plants, which is great because it is the autumn season and we are looking at the leaves change color. For those of you who are in autumn areas and you are looking at harvests for people who are ready to go. So I want to talk to you about having your plant started from seed, first of all. So when you have a plant and you have this beautiful greenhouse that you bought because you want to get your seeds started early and you don't want to buy your plants from the greenhouse. So you build this greenhouse, you put your trays in and you put your seeds inside the tray and then they start growing. You can come across two particularly common issues when it comes to these seeds. The first one is if there's not enough sunlight and the second one is not enough wind. Okay, there's three because water plays a major factor too. So let's go back, rewind. There's three. You have to have enough water for your plant. You have to have enough sunlight for your plant and you have to have enough wind. But we're going to focus on the two right this second. So when you're growing this seed and it grows and it doesn't have enough sunlight, it's pale, but it also becomes what you call leggy. And leggy means that you've got way more trunk in comparison to plant. So the the stem portion of whatever plant you're growing gets really, really long for how many leaves there are. But one of the solutions to this, and this can happen anyway, but one of the solutions to your plant to strengthen that plant is to turn a fan on inside your greenhouse. You turn the fan on and it creates wind. Now what this wind does is it sends information to the cells of the plant and says, hey, you need to strengthen and we need to reinforce the trunk of this plant and we need to make sure that it is sturdy. So the plant will then start sending energy to strengthen the plant and then it will grow and be able to grow large because if it's leggy, it will eventually get too heavy on the top and just fall down and it will die. So as you're going through life with your kids, I want you to think of them as these seeds. And I want you to remember that not only do they need the water, but they also need the wind. And I know they need the sunlight too. So sure, we could all take our children into our little greenhouse and we can say, hey, we want you to be safe. Bad stuff happens out there. Bad stuff happens in the world. So I'm going to have you be safe and I'm going to protect you from this and your feelings can never get hurt and we can't ever have anything ever bad happen to you. I can't have you be injured. I can't have you be this and, and, and so forth and so on. It's kind of like raising them in a greenhouse. The only trouble is if you take that leggy plant and you plant it in the real world where it needs to be in order to grow all the way to its plant adulthood, it will die. It cannot handle the elements that are actually in life. So as parents, it's really critical that we are providing our children with the opportunity to strengthen themselves. Well, this has always been a really hard thing for me because if you've... (laughs) If you've met me before, which I don't know how many of you have, I have been a helicopter mother 
for my first three children. My first three children came. My oldest one had anxiety. She would freak out about stuff. And when she would freak out about stuff, I would try so hard to mitigate every potential disaster so she wouldn't freak out. Now, I've I've been doing this now with this one child for years and years and years. And I realize now looking back that I didn't allow her the opportunity to realize that she'd make it through these situations on her own. And I didn't because I was inconvenienced. You know, forever ago, nobody raised their kids with the same helicopter mom style that we do these days. And part of that is because the population was much lower and your kid had a lot more open space where they didn't have to interact with every creepo and weirdo that was on the planet. But they were able to figure out and make their own decisions a majority of the time. Now, I'm talking about minor decisions. I'm talking about, oh, there's a group of friends together and you're figuring out who is going to accept what a part of you. And and when I've crossed the lines and you've learned a lot of social skills interacting with other children. But the way you learn that when you were a child is by getting stuff wrong and realizing you'd gotten it wrong. There are very, very few people on this planet who learned everything that they needed because everything went well. (laughs) And I can assure you this is kind of the leggy plant situation because every kid who got everything handed to them when they were in elementary school and high school, well, I'm old enough to have seen that that didn't help them when they were adults. Your trials, your difficulties, your failures actually break you down and then make you stronger. Now, I am talking about the mild to moderate ones. There are definitely levels that are so big that you're like, no, this this one's just breaking me. <laughs> this one is just too much. So I really just want to focus on those other pieces, those other problems. When your kid is awful and they're awful in school and they are just being horrible to their teacher and you're like, hey, teacher, I'm willing. I'm willing to be in there with you. I'm willing to help you. But you also need to be willing to let your kid understand those situations. And it sucks because there are some worst case scenarios out there where you've hit the critical level and either parents don't know or it just came out of nowhere. And so you don't want to be that person. But barring those incredibly difficult circumstances, I just kind of want to bring something that might put it in a certain perspective that might be beneficial that I kind of wish I had done for my own kids is when you put your child in a situation, not intentionally, but allow them to have a situation where they experience that toughness, that difficulty of life, then I truly believe that for a majority of our children and probably yours too, that that can really be a strength for when those big things happen. Now, where I live, we have some amazing storms that occur. And we can get wind speeds of 100 miles an hour. And I know that some of you are like, that's nothing. (laughs) And it's true. For some of you, that's nothing. But for some of us, 
You can watch the trees fall. They'll just rip right out of the ground. And most of the ones that rip out of the ground are the ones that got watered every day. That whenever water was scarce for all of the ones in the hills or in the mountains or on the plains, when those ones didn't get water, they dug their roots down deeper. Now, I'm not saying the catastrophic events where there's no water and then, then there's no water anyway and the tree just dies even if it has deep roots. I am talking about allowing your plant to struggle in a way that actually benefits it in the future. It digs the roots down. It is able to build the strength of the trunk. And when those harsher winds come, they can actually withstand the storm better than the one that was watered every day and that got everything it needed and had all of its needs attended to. Now, of course, there are exceptions, and I'm not going to pretend they're not there. But as a general rule, allowing that plant to experience a little bit of hardship strengthened it. And allowing our kids to experience a little bit of hardship strengthens it. And when our kids are the whole reason that there is hardship for us, and it is breaking us down and the storm's not stopping and it's exhausting, one of the ways that we can let go of some of that is by saying, okay, I'm now going to let this kid figure it out by themselves. Now I have four children, two of them, I can tell them why something's a bad idea and they will trust me. And two of them do not care. They have to learn it on their own. (laughs) And it is a long and drawn out process and it ain't pretty sometimes. And of course I wish for them that they could just take my word for it and that I could save them from all of the hardship that I experienced. But The truth is, the hard things that I experienced eventually made me fairly tough. And I was able to use that toughness in times of difficulty, which include raising my really hard kid, where I was able, and I'm not saying I did it perfect. I always have to throw that in there. I don't want you to think I'm some amazingly perfect mom. I just wanted to survive the storm. And I am not done yet. (laughs) But I'm making it. And I think it's because I have been through hard things before. And I have been through this hard thing and can use it to strengthen the areas that I wasn't strong in before. Off of me though, back to the kids. I wanted to tell a story because I was such a helicopter mom. I wanted to tell a story about how I was being a helicopter mom. And I was living in this house. And there was a lady that lived two houses up for me. And she had two little boys, four and two, and she was pregnant with a third baby. And her little two boys would just be running off down the street. (laughs) all the time. And I would be like, what, are, what is my job here? Like, there's no parental supervision. They're just gone. They come over to my house in their undies to play with my kids. And honestly, I thought it was hilarious. Like, it was so cute. 
I know that I'm a safe place. I know the neighbors between us are a safe place. So I think the mom knew that too. But at the time, I was such an anxious, high anxiety parent that I couldn't help think, isn't this mom scared? Like this is a two-year-old and the two-year-old is with his older brother, but his older brother is a four-year-old. Like, uh, (laughs) what do we do here? What, isn't she scared? Isn't she concerned? Doesn't she wonder where her kids are? Where is she? You know, come on. And I remember I didn't super care. Like I still loved her. She's a wonderful lady, but I was, I was very concerned. So I remember one time, you know, you just kind of let it slide and you just slide and you just sort of put your eye out there and just make sure that there's an eye on this kid and they would play and they'd run back home and, and it all worked out and they'd make it past my house sometimes. And if you knew my neighborhood, there isn't really any kids to play with past my house. So I don't, I don't know where they're going. (laughs) Sometimes I'd, you know, helicopter neighbor, mom, my kid the kids and go out and stand on the sidewalk just to make sure they didn't go in the other road well one time one's in the road and he's the two-year-old and he's sitting on this little scooter bike and and he's he's just sitting in the middle of the road and I'm driving up the road and I pull over and I'm like hey buddy (laughs) let's take you back to your house and he's looking at me like why would you interrupt me (laughs) why would you interrupt my play So I take him back to his house and I knock on the door because I wanted the mom to know he'd been in the road. Why? Probably for judgy reasons, but I really liked her. So it wasn't incredibly judgy, (laughs) if that makes sense. But there was probably some judgy reasons to be like, hey, lady, your kid's in the middle of the road. Know that your kid does that kind of stuff. Anyway, she opens the door. She's on the phone and I say, hey, he was in the road. And she's like, okay, thanks. And she, she was, she didn't say it rude. That sounded rude. She was on the phone and I was like, okay. And then I go back to my house and (laughs) two minutes later, he's running down my sidewalk, but he's on the sidewalk now. So he, he gets to have full free reign. I can't even tell you how like trapped in my kids were. My kids would try and escape out the house. So I got one of those little locks at the top of the door so then they never went outside unless I was there because our we didn't ever have a nice backyard fence and stuff like that, which she didn't either, <laughs> obviously, but it was fine. I just didn't know it was fine. So just I took that into perspective and was like, holy cow, like how how can she do this? How can this be? How can she just be one of those parents that just lets life be? she trusted life. Now life does not always deal you out a good hand. Life deals you out bad hands sometimes. But if you want to succeed in life, just like the plants, you can't always be in the greenhouse. You have to let your kid be exposed to the elements. And if you can do that in a way that isn't absolutely hurricane type experience, then the kid is going to get stronger. They're going to get a better sense of self. They're going to get maybe even physically more healthy. You're going to be able to have somebody who knows more who they are. And not to get political, but the world has kids that don't know who they are right now. 
they need to learn. And by doing this, you have to let them fail. I remember watching my little lady and my little lady (laughs) was was very intense in many, 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 many ways. But one of the ways she was intense is we are at the park and she is playing with friends and she has just the hardest reaction if somebody doesn't like her. So she's playing with these kids and throughout the history of time, I have always mitigated everything that could go wrong in her situation. And I would step in and I'd see that she was annoying people. And I knew that if she annoyed them and they got mad at her, she'd lose her mind and it would be hours of screaming and crying and and just dealing with it. And I remember because of that situation with the little boy, I remember just sitting there and saying that I needed to reframe my situation. So it started off actually just a hair earlier when she's on the equipment and she plays like a rabid monkey. She's just jumping everywhere. And I just have always tried to not have her break her arm. But this time I sat back and I was like, okay, self just be ready and available if she breaks her arm. So instead of saying, I got to stop this, I have to stop this, it's going to be okay. I would say, just be here if that bad thing happens. And so when she's having this interaction with her friends, and that she's just barely made at the park, and they're having a terrible interaction, (laughs) and it's not going well, and people are getting snarky, and I can see that my daughter is getting offended that they don't like her. And it's hurting me and I want to fix it. But instead I said, self, be ready to hold her when she cries. You know where your earplugs are, know where your phone is. And you know what? When we got home, she screamed for hours. I had my earplugs in. I had her across my lap and I was patting her on the back and I was letting her scream it out and cry while I looked at stories on my phone And then sometimes would take it down and talk to her. Now, I know some of you are probably anti-phone, but I'm going to say too bad. Like for four hours of screaming, I need something to do or I'll get super mad. (laughs) Anyway, back on. I, I don't think we give our kids enough credit for being able to recover from difficult situations. It breaks my heart as a mom to watch my kid be rejected. It breaks my heart as a mom to watch my kid not have absolutely everything, especially, especially when it's something I'm pretty good at. And they're not very good at. And I want to be like, well, then take all my information, take everything from me. Let me give you everything you can so that you can just make it. And to know that that's just keeping them in the greenhouse. And that I, as the gardener of these children, I need to be able to provide them with nutrients, sunlight, water, and wind. I need them to be able to have those things. But if you have a tree that has water every day, then its roots are shallow and it doesn't have the experience to dig deep and hold on during those storms. So even as the mom, I don't want to have them have water every day. 
we look at it these days, I think, as a failure of a parent if you're not checking every box and you're not doing everything absolutely amazingly. We're just like, oh, I failed. I failed. I failed. And you know what? Fail. Absolutely fail. You go ahead and fail. You'll go ahead and let them fail. Because failing is not the worst thing in the world. Not trying is the worst thing in the world. Because there is always a lesson in failure. I want to fail. I want my kids to fail. And now I've gotten to the point because I was such a helicoptery mom. And then when I got my fourth kid, I couldn't helicopter mom anymore. There was too much going on. I couldn't do it. And then I watched them quit being so leggy. Now, the world didn't get perfect. Absolutely not. And and there's also that layer of issue of the fact that I am so distracted by this child. But I did watch several aspects of who they were become stronger. They started to trust more in their own judgment. They started to realize that their decision making didn't have to come from me. And in a way, this was really lightning for me because one of the things that would happen is I would say, no, you have to do this. You have to do this this way and it has to be this way. And then they would get really mad because I was the one that made the decision when it didn't turn out well. But if I'm the one that makes the rules and I'm the one that makes the consequences, then I'm okay that they're the one making the decisions. I mean, they're going to have to deal with the consequences of whatever rules that they break and or don't break. If you don't break my rules, the consequences are positive. But if you do break my rules, the consequences are not fun. You're going to have to sit on your bed without books or you're not going to be able to have screen time or no, you can't go to your friends because you did not do your chores or whatever it is that I did to put my limits there. I'm able to give them a range to be able to make their own decisions, even if they make their decisions poorly. And I want them to be able to do that at school. And I want them to be able to do that with their friends. And instead of saying, okay, I don't want them to have pain. I don't want them to get hurt. I don't want them to be embarrassed. I have to reframe it and say, just be ready if they get hurt. Just be ready if they get embarrassed. Just be ready to plop in your earplugs and snuggle that person on your lap. And some of you might be saying, hey, well, yours is five. Mine's 16. Doesn't matter when it comes to the mindset. Just be ready. Because our ultimate goal is to raise adults. Our ultimate goal is to be able to have these kids grow up and be able to be themselves when they turn an age old enough to do so. We don't want them to be us. We know that we have terrible things about us. We don't want them to be us. We want them to be them. And we also know they're going to have terrible things about them because there's no perfection here. There's no perfect spouse. There's no perfect child. And there's no perfect self. We all are missing pieces. And that's okay. And one of the parts about failing a lot is learning that failing is okay. 
And again, there are some big old things and you can address those in those times. But for a majority of us, we fail every day. We fail in the way that we approach our children. We fail in the way that we approach our spouse. We fail in the way that we approach our neighbor. We do it a little bit wrong. But if we learn that that is something we can grow from and develop from instead of something we should be embarrassed about, then we are going to have a much better life. Because those of us who have really hard kids, we're going to watch them fail a ton. And when we react to these really hard kids, we are going to fail a ton. And it's okay because failure is not losing. Not trying is losing. Failure, there's a lesson in there. Success, great. Failure, lesson. Not trying, well, that's really when you lose. So you know what? I think we should all go out and fail today. Thanks so much for joining Mom of the Hard Kid.